The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Hour three here on the Swain Event Fueled. Well, Swain Event Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Hour three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Well, yeah, Big Shot Rob. Big Shot Rob said, uh, man, he's Tennessee win. He's going to call in. Where's Big Shot Rob at? Big Shot Rob's all talk. With a, with a nice offer for a Tennessee fan. I ain't going to put you out there, Big Rob. Just, I'm going to let, let you say it. I'm let you say it, Big Shot. Man, what a. Y'all talk. What a half. What a game. Twanky. Twanky point. Lead at one point there. Closing in at the end of the game. About four or five minutes left in the second half. Man, just what a what a what a atmosphere. What time did what time did things calm down for you, Ben? Were you able to actually leave the arena? I left about four minutes early. And uh boy, I got home so quick, Ben. I bet. So quick. I got home quick once I left. Yeah, because nobody else was there. Nobody was out in Knoxville when I was driving home. Uh, I left, I think it was like one fifteen, one twenty when I left the arena. Did you hit the strip? I mean, never mind. It's not the strip anymore. Did you it, hit, it is still called you, the strip. Did you hit Cumberland Avenue? It's not the strip, man. It's called Cumberland. I Everybody, all current students refer to it as the strip. They, they don't know. What, what was the name of the street when when uh, when you were there? It was called the Strip because it was really the Strip. I don't know what it is now. It's the it ain't strip. The strip. It's Cumberland Avenue. It's the Strip. Yeah, whatever. This, this is the same thing as the halftime show. If you like the genre of music, then you're gonna like the halftime show. If you don't like the genre it's of music, to do. it's not. Even, it's terrible comparison. No, it's not. They changed because the, the point. They changed the Strip. Okay, they but that doesn't mean that it's bad now. It's not the strip. I didn't say it was bad. It's not the strip. They brought in all these commercial uh, high rises and condos. It's not the strip. The strip used to be popping. Okay, people walk. You, you old folks can can say that oh y'all don't y'all don't know nothing about what it was back in my day. It's not yada, the strip yada, yada, anymore. Yada. But I'm telling you, everybody on that campus still refers you, to it as the strip. That's fine. You can call it the strip so it all you want. Strip. You can call it the strip if you want to. It's it's just a normal it's strip not now. Your strip. No. It it was a strip before I got there. It was a strip a little bit after I got there. And it's still the strip. And then it was changed. It's still got all the same bars for the most part. That's, no. That's, that's there false. are still bars there false. that were there when you were there. False. False. Fake news. Turkey Bands Online. He is. Who's that on the line? Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, guys. I good morning. I, I watched. I stayed up and watched that game last night, and it made me think about uh, uh, Stokely. Uh, I hadn't got, I hate to tell it, say this, but I have not got to go to talk to Bowl Ring, but I used to when I was younger. Went to several games at Stokely because my aunt had season tickets and my, and my uh, cousin. Uh, played with A.W. Davis and those guys. Anyhow, uh, so I got to go to a lot of those back earlier when I was younger. And But uh, since Thompson Bowl Ring has come about, I've never made it over. And last night I was watching that game, I thought, man, I'd like to see that. I'd like to be in there on that. That was one of one of the few games that it reminded me of, <clears throat> with, with, we didn't get the outcome and we know why, but, but uh, the, the game I went to, Against Ole Miss, it, it it reminded me of that atmosphere. It reminded me of that excitement, and uh, I think that'd been pretty cool to have been able to see that. So maybe before the season's out, uh, I can uh, figure out a way to get some tickets and stuff, get over and watch it. Uh, Good luck because the last two games are Auburn and Arkansas, and Auburn's already. Yeah. Auburn's already sold out, and Arkansas is not going to be a easy well, ticket to get a hold of. Well, well, maybe maybe next year, but folks, you, I tell you what, uh, uh, that was a better one of the better games I've seen him play this year. Mm-hmm. And I, but I haven't watched I haven't watched them all, but I, I guess so. It seemed like every time I pick up a game to watch, 
I just it was unwatchable. And uh, it was several. We had several early unwatchable games, or I just they picked them out one. But uh, uh, two things, two or three things, I was going to ask you: How many games did uh, Pearl play against uh, Cal when Cal was at? At I think that's where the uh, Cal's and Pearl's uh, uh, what do you call it? hate hate. Uh, Love hate relationship, I guess you call it. Uh, but I don't remember how many games uh, that Earl, when Earl was here, that he played uh, uh, Mississippi State. No, Mississippi State. Memphis. Memphis. Memphis State. Memphis. But when uh, when he when uh, uh, Cal was there, the other thing I was going to ask: What was the deal of not shaking hands? And what? Why does a does a guy, a coach, or whatever get to get a start a fight and still still left there and not uh, removed? Um, Turkey Turkey Man, you know Rick and Kyle are really good friends. Actually, I watched them when Rick came out to push and pee, and uh, everybody was hyped up. Like he went right over there to Kyle, and they was cutting up for a little bit. I mean, they're they're really they're really good friends. I mean, Coach Kyle like recommended Rick Barnes for the Tennessee job. So honestly, I don't put any stock into them not shaking hands at the end of the game because they have such a good relationship. And you know, we live in the age of of, of COVID, and I've seen plenty of coaches salute each other after the game from a distance and go their separate ways. I don't think there's anything there. Um, I think part of what happened was Tennessee's players immediately went and ran into the student section. And so Tennessee was like, or Kentucky was like, all right, well, they're not going to shake our hands. So let's go to the locker room. Yeah. But the two coaches, I mean, yeah, the, the two coaches Callen, usually yes, shake hands Rich, regardless of what the players correct. do. Correct. That, that is a, a little weird, but I, I wouldn't read into it too much because they are really close friends and I'm sure they spent a, ton of time together the night before before the game and I'm sure they even met up in the hallway after the game so I, I wouldn't read into it that much I think Bruce and, and Cal only played once when uh, I didn't play any they coached against each other or coached against each other once when he was at Memphis I only remember one Maybe I, I, have, to, I have to look it up I mean I just I remember I the, the uh, my head. yeah I remember the the, the big one. Yeah, I remember the game in 2007, 2008. That's, that's the game I remember. Um, but I don't remember, like, how many times they actually played against each other. I, I, I Off the top of my head, I, I thought it was more than once, but. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I, I really don't know. I, off the top of my head, I, I would have to look it up. And the, the coach is allowed to stay on the bench just because they haven't made a rule to where something like that happens that he has to leave the bench. Nope, need to make one. Why well, did see Rod Clark roll over there? And Rick was not happy at Rod about that. But I understand where Rod's coming from. Like, our players are right in the middle of the entire Kentucky bench. The entire Kentucky bench. And if you're Rod Clark, you wanna you wanna, you wanna get our guys out of there. Like what if what if Kentucky players would have started putting their hands on our players? You know, just sit there and let it happen as a coach. So, I'm with you, Rod Clark. I would have ran over there too, man. I would have ran over there too. Right or wrong, I would have ran. That's that, those. That would have been my reaction. Now, in the NBA, I remember years ago where it was like a playoff game, and, and if if you come off the bench, you automatically suspended. But not a coach. Period. Like, yeah, or the player, you you come off the bench, you're automatically suspended. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, still that way. But I don't know. But I remember the, when the rules changed, and it it got. I want to say Phoenix. I think this was with Phoenix and Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash and them boys on that team, uh, and it got them in trouble. But there's no rule yet about that situation that took place last night, and maybe they they do address that. You need situations like that to come up. To change rules. We mm-hmm. know that best to Tennessee. Yes. Especially when it comes to football. Yes. 
we always seem to be like the the victim of a play or series of plays that the next year turns into a rule change. You know, 2010, the New City Bowl against North Carolina. And then it's going to happen again this year with you know, the fake injuries to stop some of the up-tempo offenses. Like, it's, it, it happens. So I'm sure there's going to be some type of a, a rule adjustment because Rick Barnes, who is on the competition committee, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll bring that up. But we just haven't seen a coach, a staff member, buck up to a player like that. We just haven't seen that. Now that you have, it's time to do something about it. It is time to do something about it to prevent that from ever happening again. And if it does, there needs to be some type of punishment. You go sit your butt down in the locker room or something. Big Willie Styles says, Nixon Heat, start that rule in the playoffs. Was it? Was that the was that the Stan Van Gundy hold on to a, to one of his players' leg? <laughs> oh, that was that was legendary. Big Willie Styles says, Ben Strip for Life, S F L Swain, former strip. Accurate. I see Tennessee says not strip anymore. Greg Ashby says it's not the strip anymore. Please explain to me how it is not the strip anymore. I, I'm failing to understand y'all's reasoning because literally everybody still refers it refers to it as the strip. Please explain. The strip. Help me. The, the strip, just because it's called that, the strip was about the action that took place on the weekend, the yes. energy, the people, the, the scene. The scene is what made it the strip. Yes. Calling it the strip doesn't mean that you have that same type of energy. Um, the strip is, has been commercialized. Yes. So it's just not the same. You can still call it a strip and, hey, if you meeting somebody, you say, hey, man, meet me on strip. Okay, that's fine. But, like, it's the it's the energy it's, that's not there anymore. Those same bars are are not there anymore because they have replaced a lot of those places with with condos. So, yeah, it's still called a strip. It's not called, you know, anything else. But what these people are referring to and what I'm saying is, like, it's it's not the same. As oh, I, as I the, agree with the, that. The energy. I realize that. scene on the weekends. Like, I remember talking to um, a couple players in the last couple of years. I was like, what do y'all do? Like, what do y'all do for fun when you're not playing football or when you're not practicing or work workouts or weights or whatever? And they were like, we just hang out with each other's places but y'all don't go out together and be among other students no and i just remember the scene hearing it from guys like fred white shout out to fred i saw him yesterday he was at the game um but like hearing it from guys before me leonard little hearing stories about that area you beat you beat florida and the goalpost comes down and people are literally Walking with the goalposts down the strip, you hear about those those stories. And I think about my time, and you know, we beat Miami. We came back, and man, the strip was just live. You drive down that same street today on a Friday night, Saturday night, it's just not the same. So yeah, it's still called the strip, but the strip died once it was commercialized, and you just don't see a lot of people out there on. The weekend. So that's that's why people are saying it's not the strip anymore. That's why. I understand that. But just to annoy y'all, it is still called the strip. Yeah, yep. It's still called not that. the same atmosphere though. Yeah. Tennessee football is still called Tennessee football. Yep. It ain't the same. So exactly. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. I had a good time on the strip when I was in college. Downtown yeah. too. They'll take at my- home. You had a good time on the strip when you was in college? Yes. Because. Where'd you go? Down there by uh, Cool Beans and those other bars around there. You had a good time. You had a good time. It's not. You're you're right. It's not what it was in the 90s and 2000s. You know why? Because y'all had good football teams. We had crappy blanking football teams with Derek Dooley and Butch Jones. You, You go out on a Friday, Saturday night. You go. You drive down the strip Friday and Saturday night. This this upcoming weekend, you'll see a bunch of people out. The atmosphere won't be the same. You just don't know what you don't know. It's okay. 
I know what I know. I know that the strip was a thousand times better when you were in school. You said you had a good time. You, you had a good time when you was a student. Yes, but I still recognize that the strip was a thousand times better well, in the 90s and, and when you were in school. Yeah, like Vol fan says that you know, they were at UT from 95 to 99. It was definitely not the same strip. If you if you weren't there during that time, you really can't imagine how great it was. I just, I've heard, I've heard stories. Um, I'm not debating that about 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 the strip. And I, there was a time. Oh, I remember. But people act like it's a ghost town now. My point is that people act like it's a ghost town now. We're just tumbleweeds roll by, and that's not the case. That that's kind of the only thing I'm saying. I, I realize that it's nowhere near what it was 10, 20 years ago. But it's not. It's also not a ghost town compared now. To, compared to what it was. Yeah, I remember Kevin Simon was on the front of Sports Illustrated. And Tennessee was the number one party school in the country. I remember it like it was yesterday. He had on a headband. It was around 04, 05. And Tennessee was the number one party school in the country. And that was when, you know, the strip was popping. It was it was live. Just, it's just but not, also just, it's just, because, not just because the, the, the strip isn't what it used to be doesn't mean that you – Good times still don't happen in and around campus and, Didn't say and, that. So and it's not stripping in downtown. Because I remember at the football games where I couldn't go to sleep till three, four, five o'clock in the morning at my apartment complex because my apartment complex had a billion people. It seemed like the whole city of Knoxville was at my apartment complex because yeah. all the football players lived there and everybody was turning up afterwards. They you had it's good just, times as a student during football seasons. Hmm? So you had a, you had some good times during football season during your time in college? Maybe every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just the 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 downtown and I tell you what the downtown scene right now is awesome. Go out on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night downtown. Awesome. Okay, but the strip is nowhere near what it used to be. Vaughn that, Birmingham, that is a fact. Vaughn Birmingham nails it. He says the strip is like Panama City Beach. It used to be one of the big one big party, and now it's just high rises. <laughs> same name, but not the same atmosphere. It's just not the same. I remember, like I remember, I was a sophomore. Yep, I was a sophomore. And I remember going down to Panama City. Actually, it was in Sandestin. I was with my, my, my rich white friends. And we stayed in this a beautiful, beautiful place, like Topsail, something like that. Yeah, Sandestin, Topsail, I remember. That was one of the few things I remember. And we went to Panama City one night. Dude, it was so fun. It was crazy. Had all kind of souvenir beads for like <laughs> like months. And then my junior year, I went down there again. Well, during that time, like Panama City had changed a bunch of stuff about the city. Went back down the next year, it wasn't even close to what it was the year before. Vaughn Birmingham, that's perfect. That's spot on. The atmosphere just it's just different. The name is the same. It's just, you know, it's just different. Different. So I ain't know about the smooth old city life. Mm-mm. No, how about how about uh, Club Envy? You drive past there now downtown. It's I mean it's it's, it's ha- half of the building is gone, right there across from the pizza place. Well, clubs also also aren't really the scene anymore. That, now it's more about like bars and whatnot. Bars, clubs, same same thing, whatever. It's just it's, it's rooftop just, bars. It's just different. It is different. It's I mean, different. it it is one thousand percent different. I'm not debating that. I've I've said it. Tw- 20 times in the last five minutes that the, the strip is nowhere near what it used to be. And, it, and it's it's just changed. A, a lot of people like to do stuff at, at their own place now. Every, everybody migrates to the three or four uh, apartment complexes that are over by UT Medical or or they're out in, in downtown in, in the old city. Because I was out Ole Miss weekend and, and Pittsburgh weekend and – downtown where, where old city is and, and market square it was jam-packed with a bunch of people having a great time it, it's just it's changed the scene has changed man good good times i think a lot has has contributed to that i think the success of the athletic program changed. Mm-hmm. i also think like if you're an athlete man everybody got smartphones and and the ability to take pictures and video. If I was an athlete, I'd be staying my butt at my place. I think that's changed. You know, remember there was a time during that Title Nine um, period 
when Butch Jones was here, where you had you had folks camped out in Knoxville trying to write stories on Tennessee. You had a paper in the state, in our capital, that had people move to Knoxville and go around passing out their business cards to clubs and bars on the strip, asking the owner, asking the staff to let them know when football players came in. Why do I know this? Because they tried to suck me in. Try to get me to give them information so they could write this stuff on, on Tennessee athletes and just made guys say, you know what, I'm just not going to go out anymore. I think that's also contributed to it as, as well. All right. Look at y'all. Look at y'all in the text box, man. Y'all taking it back, huh? <laughs> taking it back to, you, to the good old days, reminiscing about the stuff Half of the stuff that you remember. That's great. That is great. 865-255-03. I did see Josh Heupel yesterday. Just chilling. Who is Josh Heupel? Just chilling. What does he do? Just chilling, relaxing. As I was parking, I saw Hype walk from a complex. To the arena. Was he shooting some b-ball outside of a school with a couple of guys who were up to no good? No. No, he was just chilling, man. He was just chilling. He didn't have on his, his orange Jordans. His was he ones. maxing out, relaxing all cool? He was doing that. He was. I think those orange J's, I think that's his recruiting shoes. He had on some regular shoes last night. He puts out the orange shoes for, for recruiting when he hits the road. Those are just for recruiting. But, yeah, saw, saw hype. Um, as I was by the DJ booth, chopping it up with old Stir of the Pearl last night, hype walked by and got nice, nice, uh, nice love from the student section. But yeah, hype chilling, man. He is chilling. No drama right now. Tennessee football, just just working, just working, grinding. No off season arrests. No drama. Makes makes our job a whole lot harder if you are a media. It's weird member in Knoxville, but I'm okay with that. I I don't I don't mind. I don't I, mind at all. I, I don't mind at all. It's funny, uh, Bill Martin. It's Tennessee fan. I don't mind. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bill Martin, Tennessee's football SID, came up to me at halftime during the basketball game last night, and we were just chit chatting. Uh, he and his wife are actually pregnant and due the week before. My wife and I are <laughs> due. So July twenty seventh, sixth. So so we. We always have a conversation about that. But then he was like, man, what are y'all talking about? There, there's nothing going on with football right now. <laughs> and I said, I know it's great, isn't it? He said, yes, I love I love it so much. Because <laughs> Bill got that job going into Pruitt's last season and then had to deal with the whole Pruitt fiasco. Well, that's that's why he's expecting a kid. He got a lot more time on his hands. <laughs> well, uh, Conception was uh, possibly – during the bye week. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. So he got more time on his hands, man. So he can, he can thank Heifel. His, his family can grow because it's not even drama. How about that, man? See, 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 see what Heifel's doing? Heifel is helping families grow. That's what that's what Heifel's doing, man. Helping families grow. No drama. Love it. Love, but yeah, man, it's nothing really going on much with, with Tennessee football except for, you know, guys guys training and just team building leadership and chemistry and hopefully turning in a page or two offense on and defense with the scheme and the playbook and guys being more comfortable heading into their second year. They want more. They got a little taste of it, but you still you still only won seven games. You still lost the bowl game. You still lost some some SEC games that you could have won. Ain't no reason to be satisfied. You ain't done anything. You didn't come here just to do what you did. You came here to do more. So there's a whole lot of work to be done. You have you have a lot of guys over there working on the staff that 
this is not their first time being in Tennessee. They're alums, and they remember Tennessee being in a better spot. They want to help Tennessee get back to that spot. So there's a lot of work to do. Of course, you are encouraged by what you did the first season. You did more than what people expected. But you're driven by the ultimate goal, and that's, that's winning a championship. You want to do more. A lot of work, a lot of work to get done. But yeah, man, saw Hypo. I noticed, I noticed his shoes. Cause that's like the first thing I look at. I see somebody. I look down first. I judge them by the shoes. See what the shoe game talking about. Hypo was not in recruiting mode last night. He did not have on the orange jays. So you just wait till the next time he on another visit. You're gonna pull him out the sh- out the box. Take out the stuffing from inside the shoe. Lace them bad boys up and go croup. What a night. What a night. Tennessee, big stage. The world is watching. College basketball world is watching. And Tennessee did what they did. Early this season, Tennessee played up in New York. And what's the what's the guy on Twitter? Mr. Go. Mr. Go 30. Sure. What he says. He does his videos highlighting how guys are not making plays. Early in the season, moment was too big, man. We peed right down our leg early in the season. But last night, man, it was Kentucky that peed down their leg right into the litter box. That's what they did. Not Tennessee. We dogs over here, man. We lifted our leg straight up. Peed in the right place. We didn't pee on our leg. It was fun to see. Swain event. Be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Don't miss Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union's President's Day Special. Take advantage of these incredible rates. We're offering auto, recreational, and refinancing loans as low as 1.90% APR. This amazing rate is only available from February 14th through the 25th. You don't want to miss this limited time offer because after the 25th, rates will go back up. Apply in branch or online at atfcu.com. Get this rate before it's gone and celebrate President's Day with incredible savings. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is is here to help bring your dreams within reach. So, if you're looking for financing for a new vehicle or looking to finance a home improvement project, ATFCU is here with a variety of affordable loan options that bring your dreams to life. Don't miss this opportunity. Sign up during our President's Day special and get a loan for as low as 1.90% APR. Take advantage of these incredible rates. Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union is the clear choice. Your less red tape banking alternative. An equal housing lender annual percentage rate. Terms and conditions apply subject to credit approval. The rate you qualify for is determined by your creditworthiness. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Good morning, Swain Event crew. The new year is here and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. 
As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP. As there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon and go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with the fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hour three, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. A lot of people talking about testosterone, but make sure you do your homework and select a provider you trust. I have a recommendation for you. Low T Center. LowTCenter.com is their website. They specialize in men's wellness. They check all of your levels, not just your testosterone. They also determine the cause of any symptoms that you are having, whether you are a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Make your health a priority this year and schedule a annual health assessment. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online. That's lowtcenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Ben, what do you got going on today, man? What, what are you doing after the show today, man? Sleeping. Sleeping? I thought you were getting ready for Tennessee baseball. I am, but I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to write something on Tennessee baseball and start putting my preview pod together for the weekend. Ooh, did you say podcast? I did say podcast. A baseball podcast? Tell us tell us more, Ben. Tell me more, because I heard about it on the message boards that uh, you may be coming out with a podcast, but... Uh, you're such a great hype man. Tell me, tell me more. You're such a great friend. Tell me more. Tell me more about this podcast you got the, going on. The, the, the Diamond Vols podcast is back, baby. My uh, Tennessee baseball specific podcast is, is back since we don't get to talk a lot of baseball here on the show. Did want to, to find a platform yeah. to talk baseball. You can talk baseball anytime you want to on the show. Yeah, I mean that's not the only reason. I mean it's just something for fun as as well. Baseball doesn't get a whole lot of coverage, and and right now they. Definitely deserve it. So just just want to find another platform to talk about them, and it's something that I've been doing for a couple of years now, as, as I'm sure most people know. Um, and it's back. We we dropped one yesterday, right after the show. Mike Wilson joined me to preview the pitching staff. Ryan Shumpert joined me to preview the lineup and what Tennessee should look like in the field and, and just our thoughts on the team and, and expectations going into the year. So you can find that in the Swain event feed right now, both on SoundCloud and on Apple. Uh, so that, that was a fun pod to put together as opening day is just a couple of days away. And then 
tomorrow afternoon, early afternoon, mid-afternoon, we'll we'll drop another one, previewing the weekend. Big series for Tennessee right off the bat against Georgia Southern. Let's go. Especially after all the fireworks that uh, that took place last year down in Statesboro. And Drew Gilbert met with the media yesterday, and first thing asked to him by Mike was, are you going to get drilled <laughs> in your first plate appearance? Uh, because Drew Gilbert was the one that kind of sparked all the riffraff uh, and, and all the fireworks last year. He said, eh, maybe, but whatever it takes to get on base. So I uh, love the attitude from, from Drew Gilbert. But uh, we'll, we'll have somebody on the pod to preview Georgia Southern this weekend. And my guy Eric Kane will be on there with me most of the year, reacting uh, every Sunday to the weekend, previewing the upcoming weekend on Thursday. It'll It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun like last night was fun. Maybe not right now, but Later in the season, if if we can make it to Omaha again, that that would be really really fun. No, I'm with you, man. I, I'm with. You. Last night was cool to see the, you know, the, the the players get up in the student section and celebrate with the with the fans and the baseball team experienced that last year after after a big uh, series win a couple times and even Tony Vitello getting up in the uh, stands and. High fiving and chest bumping. Love to see that too. Oh, Tony Vitello walked right past me yesterday too, man. Tony Vitello. I mean, the, I mean, I meant to say something to him. The king of Knoxville at the moment. I thought that was the Kai Ziegler. He's the king of Thompson Bowling Arena. So Kai's like, hey man, I'm about to roll, roll around here in my scooter. Look, Swain and I were discussing this during the the break briefly earlier in the show i'd love to get some some thoughts on the text box i said that zakai ziegler is going to be the face of the basketball program the next four years including this one swain said three because he doesn't think he's there just yet i think he's already the face of the, of the basketball program right now today I, I think he's already the fan favorite the reason why i push him back is because the season's almost over and like zakai didn't start off Day one as the, the 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 fan favorite or the face. People said that he would be at some point. People are going going to like Zakai Ziegler, but I think over the last two weeks, Zakai has like really really t- taken over that that fan favorite. And I think like from this point maybe until the end of his career, which is three more years after this year, I can see him being being the face of the. The program because he's going to be here. He'll be the face going into next year for sure. Absolutely, you're going to. I mean, Rick is going to recruit one and dones, and Zakai is going to be here. Like he is a a player that um, is more reliable um, as far as being being here. And I want to make it sound like it's a bad thing that he can't just go play professionally, but like he's he's not going to be a one and done guy. And I think that also plays into it a lot too. Um, with the the fanfare, you can compare it to football. Like if you go out and get a JUCO player, like a you know Alvin Kamara, it's just different than when you have a a player that's that's here for four years. And Zakai's going to be that. You got the NIL uh, that adds something to it uh, as well. Uh, I don't even know does Zakai they can make double X's because I know he ain't wearing double X. I'm sure they they have some for some people. I'm trying to figure out like which like which athlete I'm going to get a you know t-shirt. I don't know which one, man. But that's not your thing. I, my thing's not wearing jerseys, but I thought you didn't like the jersey either. Uh, yeah, my thing is not. I'm not comfortable putting like another dude's name on the back of my. I'm not wearing another dude's name on the back. But you put another dude's face on it. Zakai shirt still has his face on face on it. Got his body. Yeah, ZZ. It's ZZ. Oh well, there's I another. About, I was talking about that one. Okay, well, there's another one. And then I think that has his body. Like Hooker and Hooker and Tillman, like they got some with their face on. I'm cool with that. I'm just talking about like the the last name. I'm you know, I'm not putting another person's last name on me. And that's that's just a complex from from being an athlete myself and have my own name on the back of my jersey, so it's just different now. Doing it as a as a 
as an ex-athlete. Now, when I was an athlete and, you know, you had the throwbacks, like I always had throwbacks when it was that phase going on. You saw them in music videos, like I always had a throwback. But like now, I just it's just it's just different. But I'll rock I'll rock a Hendon Hooker's t-shirt with his face on it or uh Zakai Ziegler's shirt with his face on it. It's just the whole name on the back. I ain't doing the jersey. But those Tennessee basketball jerseys I saw people wear with the long sleeve yesterday, it's kind of fresh. It was kind of fresh. The white Tennessee basketball jersey, long sleeve t-shirt. Some pants with some with a nice pair of J's. That might be an outfit. I might be rocking in the future. Without the last name on the back, obviously. I'm weird. I know. Who's on the phone? Triple O. Triple O G Jamie. The Petty Kane. Good morning. Good morning. You know, it's been a it's been a little minute since we spoke, fellas. I know, man. Where you been? We missed you. We have man, missed just- you. Yeah, I miss y'all too, man. But have you ordered your Detroit Rams shirt yet? <laughs> uh, ben, uh, uh, Ben, you keep on. I'm gonna make your name Tyrone for slapping me. I slap you, make you go from a reverse Michael Jackson, make you go from from Caucasian to Negro real quick. <laughs> if you ever think I'm gonna wear something like that, <clears throat> no. Mm-mm. Those 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 people who bought them shirts are banned from the fan base for life. You're banned. Become a Rams fan, be a Green Bay Packer fan. You're no longer a Detroit Lions fan. If you win. actually went, well, that was a hard stop, wasn't it? <laughs> the energy well, Detroit Lions real fan, quick. Packer fan. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Well, first of all, well, unlike your Bears, at least, at least we didn't get owned by Sharon Rogers. At least he didn't say he owned the team and the fans. He never said that about Detroit. So he, he was I mean, after all, we after all, we do beat him every once in a while, unlike y'all. So um, Ooh, you, you can miss me with that. You whippy. can you can miss me with that though. Ooh, whippy, whippy, that's a nice consolation prize right there. <laughs> you don't lose to Aaron Rodgers as much as we do, Ooh, whippy. <laughs> Damn you, Swain! I love you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just... I try to be peaceful. You try to pull out the independence out of me. I tell you this much. I mean, like I said, I was happy for my man Matthew because finally everybody's like, and you still hear it on Twitter. He's overrated. Okay, he won. He won four straight games and won and got a Super Bowl ring. I, I mean, here's the problem I got with most fans. Right, you get a lot of people talking, criticizing somebody, and they ain't never even played played middle school football. And yet you're going to criticize somebody playing at the highest level that only 1,900 people in the entire world can reach during one single season. You got a point there now. And you're going to sit there and criticize. I mean, it's the same thing with professional baseball. I mean, anybody that plays pro sports, right? You're at the top point zero 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 one percent of the population in the world. And you got normal people who can't even pick up and play Madden, criticizing folks. I mean, And it's like, I mean, I'm sitting there like, and somebody was like, well, how do you know? Well, he's trying to be like Mahomes. Well, if you go look at my, if you go look at Mahomes, he's like, man, I used to watch Stafford and, and you know, I learned how to do that because I watched Stafford. I mean, Stafford been making sidearm throws and they're throwing the Super Bowl. Go back to like the year before when we played the Titans. Notice that touchdown. No look, had him shook. What's gonna be terrible? No what's gonna be terrible is when these high school and college quarterbacks try it. It's gonna be terrible. And only, They're gonna be throwing all kinds of picks. <laughs> you know what? And, and that's actually one who actually tried it, and he played, and he plays at Ole Miss, and he gets away with it sometimes. You got to have some true arm talent to be able to do that. But the problem of it is, he might have the arm talent, but I don't think he has the mental capability to pull it off, Mike. Mahomes and, and Stafford does yet. You know what? I think I think Tennessee's quarterbacks in 2020 tried to do that. Now I think about it. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, except he tried he tried to pull everybody trick out and none of them worked. Man, I mean he he, he was he was throwing he was throwing, you know, Jack Trudeau off of off of Tetmo Bow passes. Like uh, like Scott like he was like like Kareem Abdul Jabbar trying to throw hooks like you ain't Shaq 
you ain't throwing up no hooks. It ain't working. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see these these high school and college quarterbacks try to mimic uh, Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford like that. And uh, you gonna know what and you know what the coach need to do as soon as you see it. Get, get him out of there. Full play. You on the bench. You on the bench. You running hills after the game. Get him I out of there. I had a kid do that. Man, I put man. You look. You, guess what? You run the ten hills after the game. Cause we just played the game. That stupid pass you just did. Go run that hill. <laughs> I'm with you. So, so man, Triple O, you, you sure you're not gonna get a D, Detroit Rams shirt? Man, pull like this. You'll be calling me Willy Wonka before I buy that shirt. Okay. I just want to make sure, man. I know you're a big Matthew Stafford guy. I'm a Stafford guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Stafford guy, but I ain't never going to forget my roots. I mean, I've been a fan of this team longer than both of y'all been alive. I mean, that's my team, right? I mean, that's who I love. That's unfortunate. It's tragic. I mean, pull like this. Look here, Ben. You ain't got no room to talk. He said, the same thing as I, he said the same thing as I did. Why are you getting on to me? Because, first of all, you know the difference of it is? Racist. Hey, you easy target. You like fucking racist. I'm a what? Racist. Targeted me Stop. instead of swing. Stop. I Stop, kid, out. I Stop out. What? Put, put it on full stop, Ben. I'm joking. First of all, I'm joking. You full I'm, I'm just sitting there saying. Easy target. I'm going to sit there saying, man. I'm going to bring my wife to your house. Now, I'll bring, man, man, pull like this. I'm going to bring my kids to your house, and you and you gonna, and they're going to be both better than you, Ben. They're going to be like, what did you say about my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say about my team, Triple O? I'm going to say, man, well, pull like this. Uh, you know, you got to get your division back, man, because, you know, I hate hearing that who they, you know, all these bandwagon Bengal fans talking about who they. It's like, man, I, man, just like LL said about, uh, what's that dude's name? Cannabis. 99% of your fans don't exist. I ain't even heard of a Bengal fan outside of uh, Cincinnati. I ain't even heard of a Bengals fan. Now everybody talking about who they. And I'm so like, man, don't even start that, man. Only time I ever seen that was on Madden. Only time I ever even seen who they was on Madden. You must man, play Madden a lot. Who they. Well, that's the only time I ever won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and taking my Super Bowl, I mean, that's the only way I was winning the uh, Super Bowl, man. <laughs> that's just being real. I mean, that's the same way it is. I mean, the only time I ever seen Barry Sanders hold up the trophy was who's Kevin Superbowl. <laughs> it don't matter, man. Yeah, I, I think, mean, I think LL said that. Said that ninety-nine uh, yeah. fans don't exist. He said that to cannabis because they had a beef. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, that, that was the return of return of the Rippers. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel about Cincinnati, man. Ninety-nine percent of your fans don't exist. Like, man, don't even all this like who day. And I'm like, man, y'all fake, man. We y'all trying to do but like New Orleans, like like the 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 North, like the Midwest remix of, of New Orleans. Talking about some hoo Triple O, what'd you think hey. of uh, Kentucky fans popping off last night? Oh, let me sit back for this. Oh, let me tell you what I, I think about the, uh, the the blue and white Tristan ch- Cousins. I'll tell you how I feel about them. It's nice to be relevant. You know why? Because we stay in our mind. When you when somebody hates you, you stay on their mind year round. It don't matter where it's baseball, basketball, football. And that chant last night, just like football. Man, I had tears in my eyes rolling. I was rolling. I was so happy to see it. You know why? Because if you go on Twitter talking about, I hate Tennessee. Well, go look at some of my replies. Look at some of my quote tweets. I'll tell you exactly what I think. I, I Look here. Like I said, my cousin's up there all the time. Until you, like you always talking about, well, Tennessee, you ain't that great. We were second in the East. I said, man, y'all like Vanderbilt. Y'all the only two teams in the SEC East that ain't never went to the SEC championship game in football. I don't want to hear you bring them out. Don't tell me how good you are in football when you can't even make – you got you have an easier schedule than we do every year just because we play Alabama every single year in football, right? I'm like, who you get? What, Mississippi State? You can't even beat Mississippi State. Are you going to talk smack to us? Man, go sit your butts down. The whole state need to just sit down, man. I mean, who's their number one rival? Louisville? Because it ain't us talking about we that Super Bowl. Like, they are a Super Bowl. Man, you ain't nobody Super Bowl. Only in Louisville. Who Super Bowl is Kentucky? Eastern Kentucky? Moorhead State? 
Well, it's funny that they call Tennessee basketball Kentucky at beat Tennessee basketball Super Bowl, yet they treat Tennessee football like it's their Super Bowl every year. It's, it's beyond that Super Bowl, man. It's like the Cold War. It's going on for years. <laughs> they hate us. They hate us like like USA used to hate Russia when it was like the used USSR. Yeah, I mean, put it like this. I'm talking about, well, I'm just saying, you, you, like, you know how people always try and say, well, we still hate it. They hate us. But you know but I'm just saying, this the way that's the way UT in Kentucky is. And like I tell my cousins up there all the time, only by only time that somebody's relevant is when they whooping that tail. We whooped that tail last night. Should have been a whole lot more than thirteen. Should have been. Should have been twenty five. It should have been twenty five. Right. Honestly, it should have been twenty five. I miss those triple OG rants, man. Thank you so much for calling Triple O. That's popcorn my teeth. That was nice. That was good. Slide the softball, let him go. That's it, man. That's Light it. the fuse, let him go. Well, I was getting my popcorn. Did he call Kentucky fans Mississippi Mud Ducks? Something Didn't do like, that? Something like, I, I don't know. He said a lot during that phone call. Can't remember what all he said. I think he said uh, the strip is better now than it ever has been. Something along those lines. Oh, maybe he did say that. He is a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> His judgment is a little cloudy. Uh, he, he, he would be satisfied with seven wins. Which is about what the strip gives every every year now. Golly, I was like, wait, is this first year of Josh Heupel or an NFL team that plays 17 games? What's going on here? <laughs> Next year it'll be eight, maybe. Or actually, he, he may be more realistic and bump it down to five or six. My goodness. My, man, that popcorn's still good. It's still fresh, man. Underrated popcorn, baby. That popcorn's still fresh from last night. My goodness. That's like movie theater quality. That's impressive. That, that is something else. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. That is our time for today. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Peace and love. We are out. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue.